Welcome to my official author podcast. My name is Dr. Jennifer Lowry, and today I want to challenge you with a task that you might think is silly, but I actually find it quite enjoyable, and I tried it out over the weekend. So, tried and true, right? Okay, so as you watch your next movie, be selective with your movie. Pick a genre that you desire to write in or that you are currently writing in. So, with me, even though I'm, I'm not writing sci-fi, I did watch a sci-fi movie this weekend. I did try it out on the sci-fi movie, but I was more interested in trying it out on the romance comedy than anything. Because the, the romantic comedy is... You know, it's not comedy because I'm not funny. But the romance part was the part that really um, intrigued me to see if I would be able to hang with it. So let me tell you what to do. Okay, so find a movie that has a high rating. Because I do think that that would at least be indicative of a well-written screenplay or an audience has enjoyed it and... Um, so I always go to ratings. I always check. Uh, if you go online, it's easy to find them. And you look at how many stars they get, or you look at um, Rotten Tomatoes, and you kind of read the critics' reviews before deciding which one that you're going to do. Because you don't want to pick a, a three-star out of ten movie to be able to do this on because um, it's going to be way too predictable. All right, so... You know, I talk a lot, so I'm getting to it. So, what you do is you sit back, get you some popcorn, get you some snacks, whatever, and put on your movie and write it as you go. And see how well you can be at predicting uh, character actions, dialogue, um, predicting the next scenes and you don't need to write anything out it's not like you need to go and do like a brainstorming sheet or a ooh, 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 I've got proof that I'm a genius and I can go back and, and, and plot a movie no because we've done this a million times however it would just be fun to see how close you could get at predicting and what does that feel like as a movie watcher to be able to see either realistic dialogue, a natural flow, or where do you kind of start to see maybe where something fell apart? Or what would you have done better? And it really inspired me. I mean, I draw inspiration from weird places maybe, but by doing that, it kind of just refreshed me in a way. And it did not take away from the movie experience one bit. Now, I'm not going to say I'm going to do this for every single movie that I watch. Because, you know, sometimes my brain just needs to kind of shut down. <laughs> and watching the movie can be like an escape from everything. I can just, you know, watch it and not have to necessarily put a lot of thought into it. But if you need something that maybe just help you if you're just going through a time where you might need to rejuvenate some creative juices or you might have some blocks or you want to do something that could be productive during the time while you watch a movie try it 
and just see. So I'll tell you my experience. Okay, so we watched this movie and it's called Ruby Sparks. And I don't know if you guys have ever heard of it or not. But on Netflix, there's this series, there's a show, it's not a series, there's this movie, The Ballad of Buster Scruggs. And we watched that over the weekend, and I absolutely loved parts of that movie. Um, parts of it I did not, but the part that I did love the most had an actress named Zoe. I can't remember her last name. Anyway, I thought she was phenomenal in it. So, we always look up actors and actresses, those that... Um, catch our attention and we see what other movies we might have seen them in and when we saw that she not only played in Ruby Sparks as the main character but she wrote it and I'm like oh so she wrote the screenplay she played in it I bet it's going to be amazing some reason I thought so and of course it had a 7.2 a rating that I would appreciate so we had to watch it like hereditary split I think of you know movies like that that have such high ratings those are the ones that I would suggest that if you're writing horror you know like do this assignment on something like the shining something that is classic or if you're looking at romantics uh, romantic comedies or romance movies or dramas you know you can't beat the the old-timey uh, still magnolias of the lot you know things like that but we chose Ruby Sparks, and as we watched it, I would say the next line in the dialogue just to try it out. And at first, I did it in my head because I did not want to annoy my husband because I'm sure that that would get a little old. But after a while, when I was getting very close and there was some really short ones that I knew were going to come next, of course I would say them out loud and then I'd say oh I get points and I had my own little point system in my head it was way like to me it was way more enjoyable for me to watch the movie in that way because it allowed me to feel like oh I can I can do this I can write this it's, it's like a confidence booster and then when the twist would come and I would say, oh, that was clever. And then if I would see maybe a risk in dialogue or a change in character, and I would feel my emotions rise, and I would say, oh, you know, I didn't expect that. I didn't know that it was going to go this way. Then I would say, well, this would be how my reader would feel reading my book if I included elements that would cause you know, a reaction of sorts that would, you know, make someone question a character's motives or this or that or the other. Because there's one thing that, you know, I don't want to occur. I don't want to ever write a book where people, like, one, stop reading it after chapter one because the, the interest is lost. You know, definitely not. We want them to keep reading our books, right? But I also don't want them to walk away from after, you know, having spent four hours in the world that I've created, like, contemplating why did they waste four hours of their time or their life on something that didn't quite make sense to them or didn't move them or make them question or think about something in a new way. 
So I think that would be good now for me when I go back through because I'm still revising to now think of it as a movie playing out in my head and transfer the same thing I did with Ruby Sparks put it back onto my work in a revision stage I think maybe there could be some benefit in that and I'm a visual learner anyway and I can see my characters and you guys know how I build my characters I wrote another um, wrote I uh, did a podcast on my character development. So you know how visual I am. But this is something that I'm going to try when I go through my next round of writing. Or like when I'm looking at my book, my horror book. Because when I think of horror movies, you know, that's all I really like to watch. You know that. That's my genre. It's more of the escape part, you know, getting away, trying to figure out who did it, da da da, da what's going to happen, who's going to be the ones that survive, because you know X, Y, and Z is probably typically going to happen. So I've watched enough of those to pick up those patterns of the genre, and I've read enough to pick it up. But there's been years since I've stepped away from the romance movies story story and doing this exercise could be something that could maybe spark that not to joke the title of what I watch but maybe you know spark that understanding in you that you know I'm not saying jump out and go write a screenplay tomorrow but makes maybe make you think you know clearly about how would people how would people visually represent my own novel what would it look like if it was you know on the big screen then how would it translate over into film and if it was you know condensed down to an hour and 20 minutes or hour 45 minutes what would be the parts that would really need to stay and then hone in on those particular sections in your book and just make sure that you have those on point that's another way you could do it so there's many ways you could take this exercise and turn it into something that could be valuable for your writing and it was fun honestly now maybe I'm just nerdy but I really thought it was fun and when I would say, and I would stop and I would question, it's, it's probably better to tell the person that you're watching the movie with, if, you're, if you decide not to do this alone, what you're trying to do. But I didn't realize what I was actually kind of doing until I was in the middle of it for um, the sci-fi and once I realized I was doing it for that sci-fi, when it was, well, then what's the next movie that we think we could get on Prime? Or what's something that we could do on Netflix or whatever? We were like, oh, let's let's look that up. And I was like, yes. Because in my mind, I was thinking, romance. I haven't watched one of these in years. <laughs> this is a good one to do. So, that's my challenge to you. 
I good luck with it. I would love to hear if you did it and how successful were you at plotting the course of a successful movie and not necessarily a movie that brought in a lot of income, uh, the budget per se, but the ratings. Um, so have fun and have a blessed day. Bye.